close your eyes and don't try to hide Or a silly spook may sit by your side Shrouded in a dark disguise They pretend to terrorize When the ghosts come out to socialize Welcome, foolish mortals. You have stumbled into the graveyard and discovered the Grim Grinning Guys Walt Disney World Planning Podcast. Your ghost host for this podcast will be myself, Matt. And I'm Derek. And I'm Craig. Please stay calm as we begin this adventure together. The room is not actually stretching. Go ahead and pull down on the safety bar because we will not be doing that for you. You may be saying, why another podcast? We have a love for Disney, and we have helped many, many people uh, where we're from uh, share the love and, and excitement as well as planning for Disney. Uh, we're in a small town just south of Nashville, and uh, several people from here have gone to Disney, and we just want to continue to help other people uh, in your knowledge as well as your planning for your family on a trip to Disney. You know, people ask us a lot, why do you continue to go back? Uh, Craig, why do you continue to go back to Walt Disney World even after you've been so many times and experienced the same rides over and over? I think it's, as we kind of lay the groundwork for this show here, uh, I think that's something that maybe we can talk about for just a second. I think every time I go, it, it, it's a different experience. Uh, I, I was fortunate enough back a few years ago to do a back behind-the-scenes tour, and that was really eye-opening to the business part. I have a business degree also, uh, a bachelor's, and, and I love that aspect of it. I, I walk around Disney and look around how there's no light bulbs out and how there's no trash being, uh, that's laying around and how that concept of it. My mind goes to how much money is, is going through just restaurants and hotels and those type of things. So the business part of it fascinates me. But, but just to see how Disney takes care of details. There's nothing that's left out. And every time you go, it's something different. And I think when I get back from a trip, well, I'll, I'll take a few years off or I'll, I won't go back for a while. But then I just think of something else and I want to go and and re-spark that again. So uh, I really enjoy every aspect of Disney. I enjoy, again, seeing the old rides. Derek, uh, as you will find out throughout this podcast, Derek is our resident food critic here. Something else, though, we hadn't even mentioned is, is and you guys are starting to experience, but I've experienced so much, is, is seeing your kids grow, and every trip is different. And we've been on trips. We've been on a trip with a church group from here. We've been on trips with just my family. We've been on trips with you guys. We've been on trips with your families. But it's neat seeing the transitions. This year was the first time when we went, our kids separated and went different places, and we did different things with adults. And, and that's a whole different Disney. So we're hoping all these things we've seen over the next however long we do these podcasts, you can see those things and apply it to your families and your vacations and help you better understand, hey, yeah, that can work out with us. And that, that's our whole goal is to make your trip easier and help you better understand how we can help you through this process. I tell my students in, in the high school, I, I, when I retire, I want to go to Disney World, work a minimum of two years. My goal is to be the bell ringer outside the Columbia Harbor House. That is the, <laughs> jo the job I want. For whatever reason, he gets to sing all day and dress up in colonial attire. So you can form your own opinion of me <laughs> off of that. We're having people uh, cutting us off right now. Uh, the, yes, please please stay with us. And, and bear with us. We Again, this is our first experience uh, ever doing this, as it is uh, for many podcasters. Uh, but the common thread that the three of us share is we don't want to grow up. And we want to maintain that childlike wonder. And Disney World is a place where you are certainly afford the opportunity to do that. 
So that will do it here for our first recording of the Grim Grinning Guys Walt Disney World Planning Podcast. Thank you all for listening in. Please tell your friends, neighbors, strangers if you want to, anyone to come and give us a listen. We would greatly appreciate it. And as you leave, remember, beware of the hitchhiking ghost. And hurry back. Three guys who love Disney and want to uh, share with you all of our planning and all of our... Let's just start over. (laughs) (laughs) Give us a listen. We would greatly appreciate it. And as you leave, remember... Beware of... (laughs) (laughs) Ten takes. uh, Only ten takes. Bloopers part. So far, we have already found ourselves some doubters, say, uh, maybe even call them critics of the show. I, I don't think they're buying t-shirts. Um, we I, don't have any yet. The critics would be mainly before we ever started. Yes, uh, and those critics are primarily our wives. Um, they really primarily <laughs> one wife. One wife in well, particular <laughs> made made a good comment though, as before we ever started. But we we are going to use uh, those doubters to strive to give you the best Walt Disney World planning podcast that we can. Uh, I will say this as we talk about uh, perhaps some doubters, and we say all this in jest, it's all for fun, uh, but one of the reasons we are starting this podcast is uh, we, you know, a lot of people in our lives got so sick of us talking about Disney World that they said, y'all just need to talk about it to each other and, and maybe share that information. So uh, we're, we're helping out our spouses through this experience by lightening the load. I think we do have a great start here, Craig. We've done a great job. <laughs> I think pat, pat ourselves. Five on the star back. review. Yes, yes. This will be the lowest reviewed <laughs> show we've had. Well, somebody, We're all over the place. Somebody would have to listen to it in order to review it. So that's true. That's <laughs> your wife will not. <laughs> I'm sure she's listening right now, and I'm going to hear about it. Um, it's like it's now time for a segment that we'll be doing every episode. And Craig and Derek are looking at me in surprise because we just added it. Uh, Grim grinning greatness. Uh, we'll take a we'll pause for a moment in each show that we do to name our single favorite something at Walt Disney World. And so right now I will ask my colleagues the question: What is your single favorite ride? What's your single favorite ride in Epcot? What is your single favorite ride in? Epcot. I guess I will go first since I started this uh, shindig. For me, uh, my favorite ride in Epcot is probably, uh, strangely enough, Spaceship Earth. And it's not one that is thrilling. It's not one that um, I even ride every day that I'm there. But I think it does represent Epcot. It's one of the last remaining opening day Epcot attractions. Uh, I love other rides at Epcot. But my, my wife enjoys it. My son enjoys it. It's relaxing. And, you know, it's in Spaceship Earth at the opening of the park. So, for me, it's Spaceship Earth. Derek, what is it for you? I would I would agree with that. With Spaceship Earth, that would be my favorite. Um, and only because they changed to Soren. New yes. Soren is... I'm not a fan of the new Soren ride. So, so that would have been my number one if it was still Soren over California. But, but since the change... I'm not a big fan of the the CGI work that was done in it, and stuff jumping and. Yeah, it's it scared my three year old. That's why I, I almost said so, and I was like, no, nah, well, Bruin wouldn't enjoy it, so I had to choose something else. Craig, what about you? What is your favorite ride in all of Epcot? I'm probably the Spaceship Earth. I mean, I'm just I don't know. I'm thinking Fast <laughs> Track. I'm thinking uh, Mission Space. Um, I mean, there, there's just so many 
something I like. Uh, even the new Frozen ride is, is, is not not too bad. But I, I, I again, I'm you'll find out throughout this these episodes. I'm nostalgic. I, mean, I, I love uh, nostalgia and how it just takes me back to those those early years. And, and I, it's probably Spaceship Earth because it's one of the originals. Well, we all picked the same ride. That's one way to do it, Derek, as our <laughs> good friend Josh tells us. Um, we, th- that was unscripted. We I threw that on Craig and Derek at the last second. We do not promote credit cards. No form or fashion. We do not support that. We do not think everybody will go back to credit cards. With that said... <laughs> I think it's important to note that we're not we're not promoting anything. Really, nobody's <laughs> nobody's paying us to do to, to do anything. And again, with with the flying, and this is something I've learned. Um, again, not prom- this in the Southwest podcast, but when you fly Southwest, you get two bags for free. So my suggestion is always carry an empty bag with you. Take it down there with you, and mm-hmm. then you've got the, the bag to come back with that right. you can load stuff up. Because hey. that was always our thing, too. You're getting a lot of souvenirs. One, you, well, you keep it, well, your dirty clothes and stuff. Uh, for some reason, one dirt, carry, dirty clothes fit different in a bag than clean clothes. Oh, absolutely. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you get there's, one carry-on and one small bag. Correct. Right. Yeah. Uh, basically, when you get to the Walt Disney World Airport, the Walt Disney World <laughs> Airport, the or, might, as, might well as well be, be uh, the Orlando International Airport. Okay, and this is about Derek's Alley. What is your favorite snack at any park? Oh, wow. Favorite snack. Well, Craig, you asked the question, so that means you have to go first. I, my, I've, I've had lots of different ones, but now uh, this last time I went with with you guys, uh, I'm, I'm hooked now on the pretzels, the cream cheese pretzels. The I mean, cream it, cheese it, pretzels. It's over in the Astro Orbiter in, at, at Disney pad. World. Launching pad, thank you. Launching pad. Launching pad. Yes. That's what it should be. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it that's probably one of my top favorites. Of course, uh, you know, what, what's my favorite uh, drink? The LeFou's Brew. Yes. Yes. That's one of my favorites. Uh, I am very, it makes me sad that you mentioned the... You uh, Unibrow. The, st- <laughs> the stuffed pretzel. Uh, actually, while Craig and Derek were getting a, a cream cheese stuffed pretzel on our trip this summer, uh, old Matt here was at City Hall telling them that my bag had flown out while I was riding Space Mountain. So I didn't get a That's cream a cheese stuffed podcast. pretzel. That's another podcast. How to handle when you lose something. I had to bum move money off of uh, Craig and Derek the rest of the day. But uh, for me, I think, and this was something I tried on the last trip too, uh, my new favorite snack is probably the carrot cake cookie. And that can be found at Sweet Spells in Hollywood Studios. Very I believe good, that's the. That may, there may be another location, but that's where we had it. And uh, I'm not even that big of a carrot cake fan, but this was a phenomenal snack. Um, especially a good, good. It's not very expensive. Good use as a snack credit. And, and Craig, you mentioned LeFou's Brew. I'm a I'm a fan of the LeFou's Brew, but for me, probably thinking of it right now, uh, the carrot cake cookie. Derek. Well, then you would probably add the Goofy Glacier in with that, wouldn't you? You know, we, if we, we go with a drink, let's go with, I mean, I've already changed it now. It's going with a snack and a drink. So. Well, uh, yeah, probably the, uh, you can get the Goofy's Glacier strawberry mixed with the lemonade version for me. I like the strawberry lemonade Goofy Glacier and the carrot cake cookie from Sweet Spells. You can get it right there at the, the same stop. Derek, snack and a frozen beverage. I'll have to go to two different places because I'm going to refreshment port and getting the, what are they called? The croissant the, donut, the croissant oh, yeah. donut, cronut. Yes, it's really. And where is refreshment going? It. It's before you get to Canada and World Showcase. Old Epcot. I yeah. just, I just went to the roasted, 
roasted coconut ice cream at, in, Fran- in France, too. So, I mean, sorry. A I, sample. Sorry. What's your frozen drink of choice? Frozen drink would have to be the PB&J milkshake uh, from 50s primetime. We could talk all There are so many. Day. And, and then when the food and wine festival is, I mean, there's there's so much. But the pumpkin spice Mickey waffles were very good. Yes, you may have seen that on our Facebook page. Uh, there we put a picture of the pumpkin spice Mickey waffles from Sleepy Hollow uh, in the Magic Kingdom. Once again, please stay calm. The room is not actually stretching. And go ahead and pull down on those lap dar- lap. <laughs> Okay. Lapdars. I love lapdars. As always, please stay calm. The room is not actually stretching. Lapdar. Lapdar. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of people tweeted in uh, about last week's episode about travel. Uh, very upset that we didn't discuss diesel fuel and the cost of that. <laughs> Where are they? Are, are did, many of them taking school buses? I did not see that tweet. Did, did you? I did not. Okay, Matthew's got his own account. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm just I think that was ma- making account. things up. Yeah. And then you, you step up into moderate, and it gets more into, it's more intimate with the with the details they give you, and and they try to be more exacting to to the locales that they're trying to represent, and so that costs more money, I guess. Than now, let's be clear: when you say more intimate, the employees are not wearing lingerie, correct? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you staying again? I don't know. Um, even when you arrive, uh, this last time we went, I went to the concierge because uh, our rooms weren't, uh, they. we had picked preferred, but we were way away. Well, the guy draws me a box and shows me we're on the edge of the box, which shows preferred. <laughs> so, But he tried his best to move us where we wanted to be. You didn't prefer it. I preferred it. <laughs> if, we, if, if it's something that you really want and it's something that's going to make your trip better, they're going to work with you. And, and, and like I said, I, I'm not just saying that the concierge did everything he could to move us where we wanted to be if those rooms were available. Well, I would say since we're into the resorts, what is your favorite resort? Well, I've already said mine. Mine's Coronado Springs, so that was easy for me. Mine's going to have to be Bay Lake Towers. I mean, you, you, it's just hard. I mean, we had a view of Magic Kingdom, and, I mean, it was... It's just hard. To, now, as far as my family goes, I, I really enjoyed Caribbean Beach. Uh, it was it was a neat place to stay, and like I said, I enjoyed the setting. You know, Wilderness Lodge is probably it's got a soft spot in my heart. That was the first place uh, that Sissy and I stayed. the The Wilderness Lodge it's it's superbly themed to the Pacific Northwest. Great dining. I, it does totally transport you to somewhere else, and you don't feel like you're in the midst of everything. But, you know, there's a little boat ride, and, and right around the corner there's Magic Kingdom, uh, Wilderness Lodge. Love it. Good, good. Why do we not pull down their safety bars? That's just, that's our niche. Niche. We're, we're not the ghost hosts. We don't want to get in their personal space. That's correct. <laughs> we, we are coming to you live in your living room, but we're not actually there. And people that own those 
resell those and, and put those out there. So if you were unsure what DVC is, we want to make that clarification for you that it's it's an opportunity to basically borrow somebody's timeshare. Derek, Craig, what I have done is I have taken these 10 moderate in value resorts. I have paired them up, matched them up, if you will. And what we're going to do is we're going to have a tournament. I guess you could call it a tournament. Uh, to determine the winner of where we would stay given the choice. Now, you may be saying values and moderates are two different price categories. There's not a tremendous difference. And so we've kind of lumped them together. Uh, Derek, do you have any questions? About just question about questions. What? <laughs> I'm just waiting for the bail. Derek, I believe you told me you can hold your breath for seven minutes. That is so, incorrect. <laughs> uh, I'll, I thought you got to listen to... I did. A good I part did. of the soundtrack. That, was, that wasn't voluntary. Oh. That was, that was security. <laughs> the, sir, please stand up. The water is two feet deep. Well, that leads us into today's grim, grinning, greatness question. Speaking of, Matthew, I was just looking while y'all were pulling some stuff up while I go about we had some comments on our last one about what their favorite snacks were. We do appreciate the... Fan interaction. Is that what we call them? Are, are they fans? Are they listeners? We, we appreciate our listener. Inter- you may not be fans, uh, but we appreciate <laughs> you listening. Uh, we do uh, thank you all for participating in those. Uh, Craig, what were some of the answers? Uh, Nick said uh, his favorite snack is the bacon cheese roll uh, at Les Halls. The bakery in, in France, France, in yes. Epcot. Yes. Uh, Mandy uh says that hers is the blue raspberry slush at Pinocchio Village House and a cinnamon roll at Gaston's Tavern. Yes, the cinnamon roll the size of your head. How do you pronounce that bakery in France, Derek? <laughs> I can't see it. I don't I'm, I'm just I'd glad have to read that, it. Uh, Gaston's Tavern doesn't have the turkey leg anymore. Yeah, or the pork shank. Pork shank, that's what it was. Pork shank. It's time for our Grim Grinning Greatness question of the day. Again, these gentlemen don't know what I'm going to ask. And we're adding a twist, Derek. Perfect. Did you know this? Once an answer has been taken, you cannot use it. And our first time we did this, we all said the same ride. Spaceship because we had no idea what we were doing. Correct. We, we remedied that. So now we're going, we have, if I say something, gotcha. you cannot say it, and so on and so forth. So today's question involves, what is your favorite quick service restaurant at Animal Kingdom? And since I asked the question, no. I get to go first. That's how, that's how it works. Uh, Craig and Derek both tried to jump in on that. Uh, I'm going to choose Satouli Canteen, the newest quick service addition to Animal Kingdom. Uh, it is located in the Pandora, the world of Avatar. Uh, it, it provides a, a lot of different healthy options, but also very flavorful options. And, and I'm a big fan of trying new things. I don't want your average old hamburger hot dog every time I sit down for a quick service meal at Disney World. Satuli Canteen has good dinner options as well as good desserts. And so that's what I'm picking. Derek, you're up next. I'm going to leave that one for, for Mo. But Mo I've is Craig, the- by the way, for, the, for those of you listening in. We- I think I'm going to go with only other one I've eaten at besides the one I'm going to let him take and the one you said and I'm going to go with Pizza Fari Interesting. who doesn't like pizza it's not as I said before in one of the earliest shows it's none of the food there I've had has been probably the best 
of anything I've ever had, but it's good. It's still not going to make me dread going to eat there. So, so that's always a positive for me. And that Pizza Fari, it's got you've got multiple types of pizza, so pretty much you can. And it's find. a it's a very affordable option too. Absolutely, uh, my it's my wife's favorite restaurant at Animal Kingdom. A lot of times when you go in there too, it's not. If you don't go at peak times, there's nobody in there, and right. it gives you an opportunity and to relax. And it's really big, too. It's lots, right. always lots of seating. So, Well, I think we know what Craig's going to say. I said Satuli Canteen. Derek went with Pizza Fari. Uh, and as always, we encourage you to comment on our Facebook page with what your Grim Grinning Greatness answer would be. Craig, let me guess. You're choosing uh, Restaurantosaurus? <laughs> I am not. I'm going with Flame Tree Barbecue. That should not be a quick service. I mean, as the amount of food you get. Last time we were there, of course, we had the meal plan, but it was uh, ribs, chicken, and pork for nineteen ninety five, and then the sides with that and your drink, and just just ridiculous. And in Disney prices, that's a great deal. Oh my goodness! But but it's just, of course, you'll learn as we go through this process. The amount of food you get is important to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the more, the better. But it was just again. Uh, they had a refurbishment there for a little bit. It's it's a nice setup. You actually get to go out, and it's overlooking some water. And it's, it's a great setup, but the food is, is just second to none in my book. I thought you usually got the watermelon salad. Is that wrong? <laughs> that is a, uh appetizer. If you would like to join our jamboree, there's a simple rule that's compulsory. Mortals 